thousands of years ago, they were Apollo, Zeus, Ares. Now they are Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and the other heroes and villains of DC and Marvel Comics. Join us every week as we discuss the legendary stories, characters, concepts, and other parts of comics as we examine the modern pantheon of heroes. Let's get heroic. Welcome to Under Two Capes, the podcast for the comic book fan. Welcome to Under Two Capes. I am Jared, and I know I said in our last episode I haven't talked about WandaVision yet, but um, heck with it. I'm going to talk about it now. So to talk, talk about with me is is a longtime uh, f- fan of the show, Steven. Steven, how are you doing? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I've been on your show before, actually. So Yeah, actually twice. You, you were actually my first guest. Yeah. Um, I think we talked about like a bunch of DC uh marvel movies like potential ideas back then that yeah, was like you were on my batman episode which was the, the the very first actual episode of the show and and the one where where we were basically um pitching our dc and marvel film slides like what movies we want to see yeah so um just to give you an explanation as to why i'm here i'm coming on the show because um jared's friend lad has not seen wandavision in full mm-hmm. However, I have, I have seen the show, so that's why Jared brought me on to talk about it. So that's yeah. I was like, I I need to talk about the show if I run a podcast that's that centers around superheroes. Uh, and then Stephen t- texts me and he's like, "Dude, do you want to do a podcast episode talking about it?" So I was like, "All right, I'll do it." So anyway, so we're gonna start off. So Vlad, uh, I mean, sorry, Stephen. What did you <laughs> <laughs> What did you think of WandaVision in general? Um, the thing is, it started off as like, of course, everybody knows who's watched it, by the way. Um, if anybody's listening, listening to this, who hasn't seen the show in full, at least spoilers. Yeah, there will be obvious spoilers. So if you don't, if you don't want to hear those, just click off this podcast right now and go and watch it. Mm -hmm. Um, we're not responsible for any freakouts that you have over us spoiling it for you. you. So Mm -hmm. I would suggest if you don't want to hear it, just leave now. Just right. pointing it out there before I start. We've given you your warning. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, the first few episodes, like, they don't really offer much in terms of, like, plot movement because, you know, that was the start of the whole sitcom thing. Like, oh, the 1950s, 1960s sitcoms and all that. It really starts to get going around episode three when you remember Geraldine or... Yeah her actual name is Monica Rambo. That's when, when Wanda kicks Geraldine out and when Geraldine says, oh, your brother got killed by Ultron. Yeah. And th- that's, when, that's when the show started like doing the whole MCU thing again. Yeah, exactly. So, it got really, really... Uh, it, it got... Uh, f- uh, it accelerated fast after that. Oh, yeah. Like, what, what was... Like before we get into like the nitty gritty, like let's start off. Like, what is your what was your favorite episode of the show? Oh, the last one, the very last one. Oh, definitely the last one. Oh my gosh, it yeah. was either the last one or the one where let me see what I'm trying to remember what the plot was for for, for the past ones. 
Probably the one where they bring in um I think it's 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 either the 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 it's one of the last two episodes. Either one of those to be because I like how they finally name dropped uh, Scarlet Witch. That was great, and then we uh, got to see her in her comic accurate costume. Yeah, people people were freaking out over her getting the Scarlet Witch name officially in the MCU. Yeah, for that episode. Um, because before she was only called Wanda Maximov. Yeah, personally, my favorite episode uh, in terms of like everything that happened in it. Um, it was, was probably episode five when they were doing the 80s show. Yeah, that was great. That was my favorite. <laughs> that was my favorite um, because, you know, they had you had the or argument scene with Wanda and Vision, and mm-hmm. then they brought in um, Piet, uh, quote-unquote here, Pietro. Yeah. Who was not really Pietro. He was just some guy named Ralph Boner. Yeah. Which that was... <laughs> No, a, layer, a lot so. of people were pissed off at that. I was like, no, were... you're not bringing in the X, man. <laughs> yeah, that's... And before we go any further, I just want to say this. Um, there was... This show was fan theories gone wild. Yeah. There was there was so many of them. Like, like you would see a little dust speck on the ground in the middle of the show, and, be, and the fans would be like, oh, it's Mephisto. Mephisto's coming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, as you as you saw in the finale, none of that happened. So, it, like a lot of people were kind of, they definitely were disappointed because a lot of the stuff that was supposed to happen in in their minds didn't. Yeah, and I was honestly one of those people. I was I wasn't really hoping. Well, let's just say this: I wanted, I kind of wanted Mephisto to come, but I wanted this. I wanted the big cameo. I wanted to see more of like Doctor Strange. That was mm-hmm, the cameo exactly. that I wanted. That would have been great. It would have also been nice if, like, th- they started hinting at, oh, the X-Men now exist, because you own the IP now. Yeah. It's not like you're waiting. It's not like you, you, you have some copyright stuff. You own the characters. What did you, what did you think about the villain, uh, Agnes, aka Agatha, Agatha Harkness. What do you think about her? I thought it was cool. Uh, I like how how it's how she start. They started off showing you, oh, she's just a nice neighbor and everything, and then all of a sudden, you think uh, the, the the main bad guy is is going to be the head of Sword, but then all of a sudden it's like, oh nope, it's this other lady. It's Agatha Harkness, and I'm like, oh okay, that's a uh, that's quite a bait and switch. Yeah, I, I'm happy. I'm happy that the main baddie wasn't Hayward. Yeah. Like that, that character was written so generically. Like you exactly. would find that you'd find that in like a really like, it almost felt like the Jurassic World villain. You remember yeah. that movie? Yeah, yeah it exactly. Felt like that. Oh, oh, we're gonna turn this into a weapon. We're gonna turn. Th- You've seen so many of these villains in like military movies, mm-hmm. like not like military movies, but like like the cheesy '90s movies. Yeah, exactly. So I'm happy that he wasn't the main villain. And speaking of sword, um, like I know people are saying that the characters Wu and uh, Darcy they weren't really resolved in the finale, but you know what? Those characters were small. I didn't really expect anything big for them. So yeah, it wasn't like they, they were going to play this massive role. No. So I didn't. I didn't really care how how they ended up. I know. I know Darcy's going to be in Thor four. 
and Jimmy's going to be in the next Ant-Man. I don't know what it's called, but so I think the, it's like quantum something. Quantum something, yeah. Something about the quantum that he was in in Infinity War. Quantum, room. quantum room, yeah, yeah, quantum room, yeah. Yeah, but all see here is my thing with the show. It took a while. I mean, it. it I mean, the whole. Uh, it's an old. It's um. It's basically talking about like old TV. That whole old sitcom TV thing got old real fast. So I was very glad around like the end of episode three when they started actually linking it to the MCU. I was like, come on, people, move this along. Yeah, that's that's what a lot of people were saying too. Um, I mean, I didn't mind it because the first two episodes, because I knew that something big was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, like I did, I did not expect it to pick up around episode three. I thought they were yeah. going to let it linger for a little bit, like a like a slow burn. But, kind of me too, yeah. But I think, I think the way the pa- they paced it was nice. Yeah, me too. The way they the way they paced it was really nice. Um, they didn't do much with Monica either, which I was really disappointed with how they handled her. I was yeah. expecting a lot more. Because she is like a really big character in the MCU. I mean, in the Marvel, in the MU, I guess. You mean the comic books? Yeah, she is not yeah, the, the type books. of character that you just like I- I- introduce and like leave off. I mean, I did like how we finally got to see her use her power like once. But I was like, come on, give me something more than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like, and also the, just the character development too. Like, not just the powers and stuff. Because I feel like we know as much about Monica Rambo. Like if you didn't read the comics, just just assume that you didn't read the comics. Which you I would didn't. know as much. <laughs> yeah, but just assume that you didn't. Yeah. You would know as much about Monica Rambo in the fourth episode as you did in the finale. Yeah, exactly. So all you know is that somehow she's linked to Captain Marvel. If you saw the movie and picked up on the last name. Yeah, she was the little kid who was the daughter of. Uh, Luke you don't even show. have to watch Captain Marvel to know about this, yeah. Because they explain it in the show. Yes, I know. It's like a, a great way to 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 link in a movie. You're you promote to promote feminism. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, that movie is terrible. Yeah. I um, I've gone on the uh, on the record ranting about how much I don't like Captain Marvel. So. Yeah. This the fans movie, are well aware of that. This show, the show I mean, was uh, like I think it was something. Ju- um, I know this wasn't really the main idea, but I think this this show was to like promote the next two movies connected to it, because you know you have Captain Marvel two with Mad- Monica Rambo and maybe some of Sword, and then of course you have Wanda with Doctor Strange mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. so this was definitely this was definitely a bridge for the new movies like it was a bridge between them yeah yeah between what the is... mcu what uh, uh, i'm sorry go ahead it's it's definitely a bridge between mcu phase three and phase four. Oh yeah absolutely what'd you think of the white v- vision i thought it was pretty cool what did i think of the white vision yeah um pointless 
I mean, it didn't last that long. I mean, no, but, and it's the white vision. Like the fact is it kind of damaged the plot a little bit because it introduced more questions because, well, you know, they rebuilt, uh, they, they reprogrammed and rebuilt yeah, it yeah, yeah. on the previous episode. Yeah. Yeah. I know. But what I'm saying is I wasn't, I'm not talking about his, um, construction. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the way they ended his character. Yeah, he kind of left. It's like yeah. when I was going through the post credit scene, I thought one of them was going to be something showing what, what is White Vision up to? Yeah. But no. Yeah. The, because the thing is, like, why I said it was pointless was because why would you have this ending where Wanda's crying over Vision like disintegrating from the hex and then like, did you just forget about the vision that you inserted back the memories of? Yeah, you literally can't, it can't, it can't just have him show up. It's like at that one post-credit scene where they're showing her cabin in like the woods. I thought he was just yeah. going to land right there and, th and then they'll be reunited. I'm like, what are you doing? Don't yeah. cry. He's still alive. He's literally yeah, still they, alive. They technically resurrected him. So I, I don't understand that part. Like other than that, other than how the character ended, it was cool with how like they the white vision attacked wanda that was cool uh, because it like she wanda knew something was off when she yeah. saw him she knew something was off plus also that's that's from the comics and that there was a storyline where I, I i think that they have to hook him up to a to a machine or something like that and then he uh, the machine goes full skynet but and then to to save vision that they straight up unplug him from the machine but when they unplug him it like completely wipes him so he has no emotions and no memories which yeah. is where that where we get the vision we saw in, uh, in the finale but it could be it could be an interesting storyline if they bring him back because think about it wanda exactly. doesn't wanda doesn't know that this white vision has the memories of the original mm -hmm. so she tries to run away from him because she thinks he's a threat. That works because he did try and crack her skull. Yeah. So she doesn't know. So he, she tries to run away from him thinking that he's uh, coming after her. That'd be great. That, yeah. that would actually be a pretty dope, uh, a, a pretty good movie just for vision because he has to come back and come to terms with the fact that, well, he died, and everyone, and, and the as far as the public knows, he's dead. And as far as his, yeah. as his fellow Avengers go, he's dead. And then, and then this could lead to because I don't know if they're still accepting Hayward's story or not. If that Wanda took Vision's body from Sword Base, mm -hmm. but if if they also if they do that, they could also say, "Oh, Wanda still has Vision's body." arrest her yeah exactly well she they can't exactly prove she still has the body because the body like fell apart yeah but also also this the sword people could say oh we made this thing and she stole it because you know it was on their property that's true that's true um yeah but um like, how do you think? 
I did like that one episode where it kind of shows uh, uh, it shows her childhood and how like she actually stopped that bomb that, that they reference in Avengers 2. Well, uh, like that's why the Stark bomb fell and didn't explode. And it's like she yeah. always had powers. It's just the Mind Stone kind of accelerated it. Yeah. Um, episode nine. Uh, not no, no no sorry. Episode eight, the one you're talking about. Um, I mean, it kind of just went over stuff that we already kind of knew. So that's, that's true. That's why I was kind of looking more forward to episode, the episode nine, the finale. Um, but episode eight does give really good, give a really good look at Wanda. Um, I mean, I don't, we never knew that well, we had always been operating on the assumption that Wanda got her power straight from the Mind Stone. Like she was a regular person before she was exposed to the Mind Stone. This was showing, no, she actually was not. Yeah, she was the Scarlet Witch. Mm -hmm. So that was. Which I just love that where they name drop her name and I'm like, oh, they finally did it. Did, they finally um, did it. Yeah. So do you think. Do you think the sitcom element kind of kind of held the show back or do you think it helped the show? I mean, the first I mean, it got it, it kind of made the show feel really long in the beginning because I'm like, OK, what's the point? I, I can get it if it's like, OK, so it's like one episode. Uh, I, I can understand if episode one was just that. And then episode two is, is, is like the, the way they did it for the rest of the season where they interspersed the sitcom with like what's going on outside but it's like when it's just that for three episodes it kind of gets old really fast yeah so it, and it, i think it kind of held it held it back in the beginning i think i think you were talking about the one where they like bring up both things i think mm -hmm. you're thinking of episode four mm -hmm. yeah because you said episode two um yeah oh, okay. but they kind of they kind of did they kind of did bring up some stuff in the first two episodes also. Mm -hmm. That's what I liked about the first two was not the sitcom stuff was good, but what was really good was the stuff where they kind of make it, made it seem a little off kilter. Yeah, exactly. You remember those moments where, for example, in episode one where the guy was choking at the dinner table. Oh yeah. When they were asking oh, the yeah. questions. Yeah. That was, mm -hmm. that was the first moment where they were like, okay, something's off kilter here. Something's yeah, not normal. Exactly. And then in episode two, first they have the helicopter, the little toy helicopter. Yeah. That was like red and, and it's in color. red and yellow. Yeah. And then they had the guy talking on the radio, which was revealed in episode four to be Jimmy Woo. Mm -hmm. those, were, those were like the first two things that said, okay, we're moving this forward to like an MCU territory. Yeah, I did but, like, but uh, by the way, about how when they brought in Wu, it, it, uh, the, uh, like that episode, uh, how it, it it basically recounted. Here's what's been happening the entire series from the outside world. Yeah, and Although, I also thought uh, I, I also thought it was pr pretty pr pretty cool when they first bring in Monica Rambeau, how she's reconstituting. From Hulk um, uh, snapping the gauntlet. Yeah, the blip. She's coming back that. from the blip. Yeah, that was that was cool. I, I can't believe that they call it the blip. That's the worst name for this. Yeah, so 
so that event technically where she gets blipped back in that technically happened right after hulk snapped yeah kind everything of. happened right after yeah, exactly yeah. so so technically the show does take place in endgame at least part of episode four yeah pr- part of it yeah exactly um what was like i'm sure i know what this this is going to be but what was your least favorite episode Oh geez, uh, probably. I mean, probably episode two, kind of, because, I mean, because at that point the whole um, sitcom thing had kind of worn down on me a little bit. But um, yeah, it would probably be there because episode three and on, I think were were like perfect. Uh, I wouldn't change a single thing on, on those episodes. It was only episode one and two where it was kind of, kind of iffy. What about you? Yeah, that's that's what a lot of people are saying. Um, what about me? I would say probably this is going to be kind of unpopular, but I think episode four, not because really? of what they, not because of what they did with explaining everything, but because they focused on characters that were new. That's true. Well, not new, not new to Marvel fans, but just new to the show. Yeah, it's true. So, I kind of wanted to see more of like Wanda and Vision, which because now the thing is, it's shifted tone so much. I mean, I liked, I liked episodes one through three because of like Wanda and Vision's whole chemistry and how they interact in the show. But in episode four, all of a sudden we get these people who we haven't been introduced yet and we're we're kind of expected to follow and care about this storyline now so that's, that's why that's why i didn't really like episode four because the care we've been focusing on one vision for so long in episodes one through three and like i said now we're having to fo- having to refocus on these new characters some of which aren't even that significant by the end in the finale that's true that's true. I, I i definitely agree with you on that one it seemed kind of weird how we're all, all of a sudden supposed to care about these characters yeah like the the tone just completely changes at that point which that's i know i get that that's part of the show but sometimes like when you're doing one thing so many times like oh it's the it's all set in a sitcom like episode three did it correctly where they revealed it and then in episode four it just became all about sword with a brief yeah, moment true. of wanda and vision at the end that's true which by the way which by the way there's a part in that episode which i loved and a lot of people did too like right at the very end when uh wanda sees dead vision yeah i love that that, that is great that, that was the best part of that episode oh yeah when they just show up and, and- and it's his, it's his basically husk, and you see the hole where the gem was pulled out of. Yeah, where Thanos pulled the gem out. That was so great. And to think of it, what you were saying? Uh, I, I was just gonna say I like those parts in the show. Uh, all of the, uh, uh, of the scenes were like they hint something's not right. Yeah, yeah, those are those are my favorite parts. Um, but going back to the dead vision in episode four that definitely was a red herring from the writers 
because they knew at that point that Hayward was bring was making up the rumor that Vision that Wanda took Vision's dead body from Sword. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they were they were trying to make it seem like she literally took the dead body, and Wanda was making it out to be like the alive Vision. Yeah, exactly. in her head. But then, but then in the finale, we're in the episode eight and the finale, we learned that she didn't do that. And the vision that she had was completely her creation. Which I liked. I felt, I, I think that's a pretty cool idea to have it where, uh, where it was her grief was so powerful that, that she actually uh, manifested a vision. And, and held a bunch of people as slaves. Yeah, that's true. Held a bunch of people as slaves. That is true. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people on the internet are like, "Oh, why, why wasn't Wanda punished more for that?" I, what do you think about that? Do you uh, think because some, she's an Avenger. Yeah, but do you think, do you think there should be like some repercussions in that, in like future movies or TV shows? Like, do you think they yeah, should go? Absolutely. Like you remember. Like you remember in Captain America: Civil War, they were trying to like punish the Avengers for what happened in Sokovia. All right, that's different. That was not the Avengers' fault. That is no, different. But, yeah, but do you think do you think that they should go after Wanda for what she did? Oh and yeah, that's why she's hiding in the cabin. Probably because she held people captive. Yeah, it's like a, <laughs> if it was real life, that would be considered a war crime. <laughs> yeah exactly it's just, yeah exactly but uh, and trust me the UN would be j- just as effective against Scarlet Witch as it is against other nations yeah. but uh but yeah I, I definitely feel like it, there should have been more consequences for her like she just walks away and everything's all handy dandy I'm like oh come on you know S.H.I.E.L.D. knows where she is yeah but it, they kind of gave a little bit of a repercussion not not like big, but like just like a small thing, when everybody in the town was like looking at her. That's at true, end. and she's like, "Everyone so, sees me. That was the villain. You held people hostage." Yeah. So now, now she's a target. But then, but then Monica Rambo lets her go like it's nothing. I know, right? That a lot of people were pissed off about that too. Like, like they. Yo. She threw you through a, through a house. Yeah, but I think, I think at that also at that point that Monica, she understood what she was going through. Wanda was going through. Mm-hmm. So because she did say, "Hey, if I had your powers, I'd bring my mom back." Yeah, and turn the whole neighborhood into a sitcom. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Do you think? Do you think the finale, like, what expectations did you have for it? The finale, I thought, first off, I thought the X-Men were going to show up. I didn't know it was just going to be, oh, she, she just grabbed someone off the street. It's not actually Pietro from uh, from the X-Men universe. I'm like, you couldn't give me this one thing, Marvel. You couldn't give me this one thing. Lord knows I don't ask that much of you because I'm more of a DC fan. But Lord knows I don't, I don't ask that much for you. But you just decide now. We're not going to bring in like, I would have loved to see Wolverine 
or at least bring in Doctor Strange. Bring in like in some way because they're going to be involved in the movie. And it feels like of all the characters that would know what's going on right now, will like detect some some like disturbances in like the magical force or whatever. It would be Doctor Stephen Strange. Yeah, and Um, I just love how. So so wait a second. So the, the. there's this big hex everywhere that the government knows about. None of the Avengers show up. Yeah. Maybe because if you really think about it, the Avengers after Endgame, they all went off and started doing their own thing. So I don't have an Avengers team, I think. Yeah. But um, this is definitely, definitely something they're going to explore in like the later movies and shows about the hex. Yeah, they I might mention so. it in like a few shows um, and movies. They're definitely going to mention it in Doctor Strange too. There's no, there's no doubt. Oh yeah, they're de- they have to. That'd be like a missed opportunity if they don't. Yeah. Um, as for me, my I wasn't expecting the whole X Men to come out and uh, and establish themselves in the MCU. What I was expecting, I mean. I kind of reserved myself to the fact that that wasn't going to be Quicksilver at that point because I knew that Agatha was controlling it. Yeah. That was kind of like the hint. As soon as because, they did that, that, that whole episode was like it was Agatha all along and, and you see her like manipulating Quicksilver at the door. I was like, okay, it's a trick. Yeah. Like I knew I, like I had a 50-50 chance at that point. But like he also was like if you saw the end credit scene of episode seven like ralph went up to monica was like snooping as snooping does or something like that Mm -hmm. so that's when i thought okay this might be like a 50 50 shot of him actually being quicksilver and and then he turns out he's not quicksilver at all he's just a kid that was picked up off the street to yeah i was like "No! no you're taking that away from me marvel yeah um but but yeah that was one i was expecting i was like 50 50 expecting that and my biggest hope was for dr strange that was my biggest hope for a cameo because mm-hmm. paul bettany was like oh there's gonna be a luke skywalker style cameo in episode nine there's gonna be this there's gonna be that but turns out the cameo is actually paul bettany talking about himself fighting himself yeah so he he really did troll that was us great. I, I, yeah i love that i was like well done sir yeah luke luke skywalker cameo no that, that did not happen. less cool yeah yeah i mean it would i, I would have liked for at least one other like uh, of actual avengers character like not just monica rambeau I would have loved for like maybe see maybe uh, well not necessarily Thor, but probably like maybe Falcon. Well, well Falcon Winter Soldier going to have their own show, but I'm trying to think who's still alive or like active at this point. Hulk maybe because he's a scientist and maybe they'd call him in to advise. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I was like, come on, guys. Well, while while we're still here, um, we've kind of touched on WandaVision a lot. Um, 
overall, like, what did you think of it? I liked it. I thought it was a great show. G- granted, the, uh, there were strengths and weaknesses, but overall, it was very enjoyable. It was, uh, th- it, I will say this, uh, um, the, the first couple of episodes were humorous. I enjoyed some of the, uh, some of the laughs from there. I liked how they made, like, I liked how they showed, like, uh, like how Wanda's making everything black and white when, like, everything reverts back to color. I liked how, uh, how from episode th- uh, three, how they started, uh, like, hinting at not only it was, like, um, was uh, Monica Rambeau unique. By the way, th- that was a cool scene where, like, Hayward shoots, and then all of a sudden you see the, the rounds go through her and, and, and they, like, slow down and all that. Yeah. And then, um, but I also liked how they brought in Scarlet Witch's kids and they de- developed powers according to who they were in the comics and how in the Halloween episode, Scarlet Witch and the Vision were in their classic costumes. Yeah. That yeah, that was, yeah, that was probably the coolest thing. Um, I overall, I thought it was a pretty good show. Um, I think I think the fan theories and the expectations for it kind of hampered it a little bit. Yeah, because a, a lot of people, a lot of people were expecting something big and then it didn't come. But yeah. it definitely was something. I don't think I would watch it again, rewatch it because you kind of already know what happened in it. But maybe yeah. before like Doctor Strange two, maybe I'd rewatch it. Um, but while we're still here, um, what do what do you think about? Like, are you excited for Cat, uh, Cat Falcon and Winter Soldier? Oh, yes. Oh, hell yes. Uh, having seen the trailers, yes, that looks fantastic. Yeah. Because I, I think they have good... See, here's the thing. Whenever you have, like, a, a buddy cop movie, you want the two guys to have good chemistry. And they have good chemistry based on the trailers. We're, like, having a staring contest in the middle of the of the therapy session. Then she's like, how old are you guys? Yeah. I mean, with that show, I don't know if I have any right to say this because I've never seen the trailer. Um, just from the way it looks, I feel like it's going to be one of those, like, it looks kind of like a procedural show. Like, kind of... I know I probably am going to get crap for this because it sounds like I don't know what I'm talking about. But this is just me based off of not seeing the trailer. Like, it looks like one of those, like, procedural military shows with more action in it, like an NCIS. And Maybe. I mean, like, Falcon, like, I was never really interested in those characters. I'm more interested in seeing what they're going to do with Loki. I want to. Yeah, that show looks I watch great. That show. Yeah, that, that show looks great. That one, that one looks really good. I want to see I, that one. I think with Falcon and Winter Soldier, based on the trailers, I don't think it's going to be procedural because they have this whole overall threat that they're going to weave into the episodes. But also, who do you think is going to is going to finally have Cap Shield? Who do, who do I think is going to have Cap Shield? Yeah. Oh, is. Is that like the big debate? I mean, from- it really. De- I, I mean, I, I know that Cap gave it to Sam in the in Endgame, but the trailers kind of make it look like it could also be uh, be Barnes. Hmm. Like, in my feelings, I'd say I want I'd want Bucky to have him. Yeah, have exactly. It. Because the comics. but in but in um, what's probably going to happen is that Falcon's gonna have it. Most likely, that's, but 
that's how the MCU is going to operate with it. Yeah, it seems like they're bringing in a lot of different characters that were that were kind of that. Okay, I'm just gonna say it. They seem to be pushing that diversity really hard in this new um, this new phase because they're even bringing in Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel, on her own Disney Plus show. Hmm. It's I'm like, if you don't know who that is, she's a really annoying character. Yeah, I know. I've heard just based on just based on what I've seen in the reviews for the Avengers PS4 game. I know. Yeah, I played it. She is, she's less annoying in that than she is in the comics. Yeah. Um, But, but like I said, I'm kind of, I'm really looking forward to Loki. Mm -hmm. Like the thing is with um, the MCU is I like more of like the fantastical characters. Yeah. Like, like um, Dr. Strange, uh, Doctor, yeah, Doctor Strange, Loki, Wanda, just based off WandaVision. Yeah, um, exactly. One of the exceptions is Iron Man. Yeah, I before, love Iron Man. Before he, you know, snapped and then sacrificed. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. My, fa- I love the Captain America uh, films. Those are my favorite. Those are short yours? of Endgame. Short of Endgame, particularly Captain America Two. That was like amazing. Fighting out shield was bad the whole time. Yeah. All right, but anyway, um, I'm sorry. What? Go ahead. No, no, no. I wasn't gonna say anything. What were you gonna say? Just. All right. So, uh, over. Uh, how would you rate WandaVision out of ten? I say about eight to nine. Out of ten. Hmm. I would say probably like a. I'd give it like an eight point five. Okay, that's that's kind yeah. of the average there. That's nice. Yeah, that's. What would you would give it like a like an eight or a nine? Eight or a nine somewhere in there. It wasn't perfect, but it, it was it, it was great. I still enjoyed it. It was good for a Marvel movie, and it fit the character a lot because it really showcased how powerful Wanda is because she could remake reality. Yeah, they did it's... that in the comics, a la House of M. They essentially, they essentially just made her the most powerful Avenger. They did that kind of in Avengers: Infinity War, where she's you trying to destroy end the. Game? Uh, no, well, Infinity oh. War, where she's trying, where she she's taking out the Mind Stone and she's holding out off Thanos with one arm. Yeah. I was and like, then, yeah, and then, okay. And then in Endgame, when she almost kills Thanos. Yeah, she's like, he's like, you took everything from me. He's like, I don't even know who you are, and she's like. You will. <laughs> I love, by the way, how they were hyping up Captain Marvel. It's like, she's going to be the one to beat Thanos. She's the strongest Avenger. Thanos just one punches her. Yeah. I'm I like, think, what happened there? I think after Iron Man, after Iron Man uh, passing away in Endgame, I think based off, just based off WandaVision, I think Wanda's going to be the main Avenger. That'd be cool. Because, because remember in phases one through three that iron man was the main avenger yeah kind of he he he, he was the base around it yeah so i think i think phase four the starting with phase four i think wanda's gonna be the main avenger going forward that works just just based off what they were doing with the show spider-man mm-hmm. not really he's still gonna be a supporting cast member falcon and falcon and winter soldier they're kind of both doing their own thing Doctor Strange is kind of more of a support character now because they said that Wanda's more powerful than him, even. Yeah. So 
You remember when they said that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So I think, I think Wanda is going to be the, the Avenger that they focus on more from now on. Which makes sense because she had, they, I did, I will say this. She had great, um, she had a good character arc in this series for particularly once they actually got the thing going and you find out her motivations behind everything. Yeah. The only, the only problem with what I said is my theory is that you don't know if Wanda is what is looking through that book in the, the end credit scene because oh, yeah. she's good or because she's evil. I'm betting evil because she had the red eyes too. It's like, it, it looked very, very shaky to me. Yeah. I was like, okay. I think, I think what's going to yeah. happen is that in the Dr. Strange movie, she's going to try and screw with reality again to bring her kids back. And then strange is going to ha- have to stop her. That's, that's what I'm thinking too. Because at the very end, like you hear the kids screaming, mom, help, help. Yeah. So, so I think, exactly. yeah, there's going to be something with the kids. She's going to go to another town and do this all over again. Try, or at least try to do it. And then Dr. Strange finds out and he goes to stop her. Yeah. Finally, because it's like, where were you the first time, bro? <laughs> yeah. It's like every time there's like a solo superhero movie that exists in the same universe as a team movie. And then it's like, there's this big threat. And I'm like, wait a second, where's the justice league? Where's the Avengers? What are you doing here? Yeah. Uh, And the movie, the movie is also called multiverse of madness. So there's all in that entails with that. Yeah. Spider-Man maybe uh, to Toby McGuire's Spider-Man. I'm just saying, I don't know if they're said to be bringing in Charlie Cox daredevil. Yeah. I, I don't know if they're going to bring in Spider-Man in that movie in particular, but what I think is going to happen is that they're going to do the multiverse in Doctor Strange 2, of, which, of course, by the way, is directed by Sam Raimi, director of the right. original Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah. yeah. So they're going to they're gonna bring all those people that they're going to bring in because they don't want to shove too much stuff in one movie. And then in Spider-Man No Way Home, which, by the way, is the title, in case anybody listening didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to bring Tommy. Well, I don't want to say they're going to because, you know, Marvel could disappoint us by not Most doing it. Most likely. The indications are they're going to have to, a, a Toby and the Amazing Spider-Man guy show up. Andrew Garfield, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, they're going to have um, him show up. But I don't, I don't think they're going to bring them in until Spider-Man No Way Home because there's no... There's no reason to bring him in to the Doctor Strange movie. That's true. Unless... I mean, they they could. What they could do is have it be a post um, credit scene because it's gonna be doing with the multiverse, and it could be they were pulled through during all this multiverse battle. Because I'd imagine that Strange and Wanda um, are gonna have a battle in the multiverse, and it's gonna screw everything around. And all of a sudden, it's gonna be like a post credit. Um, um, it's gonna be like two post credit scenes. One is gonna is, is gonna show Tobey Maguire in like New York, and then the other one's gonna be Andrew Garfield. And then in Spider Man, uh, uh, in the new Spider Man movie, they're gonna bring in the, those two characters. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. They're gonna bring. They're going to bring Spider-Man, the, the two other Spider-Mans in and possibly have them work with Tom Holland's original MCU Spider-Man. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's and, that's what everybody's hyped up for this movie for is those yeah. other two. 
The only part I'm concerned about is that they're also bringing in characters like America Chavez, who's like this very cringe character. So Marvel uh, Comics went through this period that almost bankrupted the company again called All New, All Different, where they replaced everyone else with a basically- you mean, you, mean Marvel's, you mean Marvel's woke era? Yeah, exactly. I was about to say that. Marvel's basically doing that in the MCU, and I'm like, didn't you lose a lot of money on this? Which, by the way, it wasn't a coordinated effort at all. That wasn't originally a publishing initiative. What happened was all these different writers wanted to create their own care, their own versions of characters, like a black Captain America, um, Ms. Marvel, who's a Muslim. And then the editorial at Marvel didn't communicate at all. So it was it was an accident that we got that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, come on, guys. Yeah. But so far. So far, they haven't been doing it with the MCU, which I do appreciate, except for Captain Marvel yeah, and, and Black Panther. And, the, and a lot of the stuff in Black Panther, yeah. Um, but other than that, it's kind of been like SJW stuff free. Obviously, that's going to change, probably. Um, that's, that's most likely going to change. And it could be changing f- for DC because they announced they're basically making a Black Superman movie. Like, yeah, I'm like, too. I'm like, I'm fine with that as long as Henry Cavill stays and you use him as like another Superman because you said you're going to bring in the multiverse. Mm. Do it. Yeah. Show me yeah. you're going to do that. Prove it to me, Jim Lee. Do it. Yeah, I just hope, I just hope, and this counts for, this counts for uh, Spider-Man and Doctor Strange too. I love the idea of the multiverse. I just hope they don't do too much with it. Mm-hmm. because then it because you know how it happens it becomes like extremely convoluted exactly there's like a lot of things happening at once that was my concern uh like last year when dc announced they were going to do a film a multiverse because they linked all the shows and movies together and i'm like that's cool you can say they like excuse me that a multiverse exists and the same goes for marvel but don't play don't have a movie i don't think it's a safe idea to have a movie purely about the multiverse because that will get confusing for non-comic book fans really fast like someone like me i can do it because i've read dc forever and they really hammer in the multiverse but the average the average movie goer that's not a comic book fan will not understand the multiverse either side marvel more so because they have a lot more worlds on that multiverse yeah I think what they're going to use it for is an opportunity to like show little snapshots from their past movies. A little, uh, and then what they'll do is they'll pick and choose parts for, uh, uh, from the, um, the past movies that they want, like the shocker from, uh, uh, no, I'm sorry, Electro from Amazing Spider-Man 2 and just take them and put them in the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. It's they going to be, of- Sorry, and then they're ahead. probably going to bring in people from X-Men, like you said. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Eventually. Maybe. That's a big maybe. It could be uh, with the multiverse that they finally do that. They could <laughs> They could make an apology for messing up the Quicksilver cameo by actually bringing in Quicksilver. That oh, could be, be like great. a little apology. That could be actually like a little... That could be like a little apology to the fans from Marvel. Like he was actually Quicksilver this whole time. He just had amnesia. Yeah. That could be, be great. That could be Marvel's apology to the fans for what they did in WandaVision. Lord knows you owe me an apology for that one because I was super hyped. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, it's Quicksilver. And it's just some guy named Boner. Yeah. 
anyways, uh, wow, it was good. It was good to be on. Uh, yeah, exactly. So- Thanks for hopping on, and I hope you all enjoyed this. But this bonus episode, they'll both be going on the YouTube channel at um, at Comics League uh, Network. I had to change the name to to help with visibility. And um, they'll also be be on Spotify under under two capes. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Steven, always a pleasure. You're welcome anytime. It was nice talking to you, man. It was really cool to get on. All right. All right, everyone. Stay heroic. Bye-bye.